A very warm welcome to all our viewers. Welcome to the Sentinels Newsmakers. My guest now is Mr. Bharat Bhushan Dev Chaudhary, the Secretary, General Administration Department, Government of Assam. He has been uh, relieved of his charge as the Deputy Commissioner Nalbari. Just in June, he was also the Director at the Inland Waterways uh, Transport Sector of the Government of Assam. Uh, Mr. Chaudhary, welcome to the newsmakers from the House of Sentinel. Good afternoon, everybody. So now the responsibility that you have is uh, to take care of all the districts, to you know look at their infrastructure, to see how things are being implemented. Now, the state, each district is faced with so many things, COVID, floods, Japanese encephalitis, a lot of erosion happening because of the heavy rains and the river swelling. So I mean, uh, it couldn't have got worse, I guess, than the times that every district, the state is going through at this point of time. So as the person responsible to take care of all districts, how are you handling the situation? How are the districts handling the situation? Yeah, very true. This district administration, and as such, the deputy commissioner has never thought that someday they will have to do such type of duties in right. uh, relation to the uh, handling the COVID situation. Generally, yeah. the district magistrate is concerned about the revenue administration and the developmental mm. administration. More or less, right. all deputy commissioners are equipped to handle such situation. Mm. But COVID mm. was something which was very unexpected unpredictable yeah. and full of uncertainties. No district administration official was yeah. equipped to handle such a situation. So mm -hmm. this is the first time that any deputy commissioner has been facing such a situation, which right. is unknown to the administrative machinery. However, yeah. as the deputy commissioner of Nalbari district, Mm -hmm. I'd like to share that Nalbari was the first district to have mm. the COVID cases in the state. Four of the Nizamuddin Jamati cases, four yeah. people from Uttar Pradesh, they landed up at Nalbari and they were staying yeah. at Nalbari. And when mm -hmm. the news came that uh, this COVID has uh, started spreading from the Jamat Tabliki mm -hmm. of Nizamuddin, mm -hmm. these four people were traced, tracked, and they were examined and they were found to be COVID positive cases. And right. again, I'd like to mention that Nalbari was the first district to declare a containment zone in the Mullapara, which lasted okay. for more than one and a half month. Mm -hmm. So, and it was the first district also to implement the epidemic act and the covid regulation act in the state right. okay so mm -hmm. nizamuddin was fine it a uh, number mm -hmm. was less only mm -hmm. four people were tested positive so we thought that it won't happen to us it will happen to the only those who have attended the uh, jamaat at nizamuddin 
So we mm -hmm. are safe. We thought that it will never reach Nalbari. However, right. slowly the movement was allowed. The government took steps to allow the people who were staying outside the state. Trains mm -hmm. started, special trains started running to the uh, state and Nalbari too. And many yeah. people started arriving at Nalbari. And mm -hmm. suddenly we had to make many arrangements to uh, yeah. have. Yeah, uh, just one more time. It's the internet that's really giving us a little bit trouble there. Uh, we hope to get Mr. Chaudhary back soon. He was just there with me for a few seconds more. I'm hoping that the net connectivity will get restored. Okay, so looks like we will have to restart the thing again. All right, viewers, we are uh, in conversation. In fact, I'm in conversation with uh, Mr. Bharat Bhushan Dev Chaudhary. He is currently the Secretary, General Administration Department, Government of Assam. He, till June, he was serving as the Deputy Commissioner of Nalbari. Uh, now, as the uh, Secretary of the General Administration Department, he is uh, responsible to ensure that, you know, the infrastructure in every district is up to the mark. He's also responsible about, uh, you know, taking care of or uh, taking stock of the implementation of schemes and all of those stuff. So I think uh, Mr. Chaudhary is back. We had a little bit of a internet issue, which most of you have been facing in the past few days. Now that we have uh, started doing things online. This is something that each of us, I'm sure, is facing at our workplace uh, while doing stuff from home. So, Mr. Chaudhary, good to have you back. I was just sharing yeah. with the viewers, you know, the internet connectivity issue that we have been facing off late now that we are doing everything online. In fact, that brings me also to the thing that Prime Minister, Prime Minister Narendra Modi always wanted India to go digital. Now, you know, we are going digital, but we are facing all these issues every day as we try to do things online. Yes, Mr. Chaudhary, uh, yeah. you were sharing I, about the uh, COVID cases and how things were handled uh, during yeah. your tenure as the deputy commissioner yeah. there in Nalbari. As I was referring, uh, the, initially the number was less and it was easier to handle. Yeah. Suddenly, people started arriving in our places in Nalbari also, yeah. and Nalbari yeah. lacked basic facilities. It's a small town and it's a yeah. small district. We don't have yeah. large institutional arrangement. We have a civil hospital, but other hospitals are very ill-equipped to handle such a, a large number of cases. So yeah. in this scenario, when mm -hmm. everything was full of uncertainties, it was yeah. very important how we could predict the situation. What will be the exact number? What are the facilities? we will be required to have to provide institutional quarantine once the people started arriving at Nalbari. Suddenly, uh, one fine morning, the special train started arriving in Assam and people from all over the 
uh, states in India, they have reached their home destination in various places of the district. And we have to make arrangement for them in the for institutional quarantine. Right. So that was a very Herculean task. We have to provide separate bathroom facilities. We have to build hmm. uh, some improvised arrangement for them. We have to provide food to them. So it was very difficult, and the people were also not accustomed to such an arrangement. Once they have they have come closer to their home, but they can't go to their own uh, residence. Yeah. They have to stay yeah. somewhere else. So it was a very uh, 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 this uh, nobody could have imagined such situation they will uh, have to face. So it right. was a complete uh, unknown to uh, them. However that phase also we have uh, started uh, handling well and uh, Malbari right. uh, could do and there was nothing like it it did not spread to the uh, rural areas as such and we thought mm -hmm. that only the people who have come from outside they will have the covid positive cases yeah. and the numbers were was still very less it was manageable we could provide mm -hmm. them hospital facilities institutional quarantine and all these things suddenly right the flights also started coming and nalbari yes. being being a district which is closer to guwahati city mm -hmm. and once the flights have started and more trains have started coming to the state the numbers increased and yeah. 80 percent of the young generation of nalbari they are engaged in various uh, jobs in guwahati city today uh, daily visit Guwahati, mm. they come by mm. buses mm -hmm. and their own motorcycles and all scooters and all those things. And they, in the evening, they go back uh, to their homes. So yeah. the spreading started slowly and numbers also started rising. Mm -hmm. Initially, we planned that we'll be able to cope with the numbers in the district. We had uh, somehow projected a figure for the district that such number will be there who will be ultimately uh, affected or infected by COVID. So we had facilities for almost 700 people in the civil hospital and the peripheral hospital, referral hospital and the smaller hospital public health center. We have made arrangement for that. Once the lockdown started and the government was also compelled to relax some of the conditions since the economy was suffering. Right. I was more worried as a deputy commissioner about the economy. I was hmm. less worried about the COVID. I thought that COVID will come and COVID will go and it's not fatal for everyone. So if we mm -hmm. take a proper preventive care, we'll be able to handle it. But right. once the economy collapses, once the people yeah. are out of work, out of jobs, mm -hmm. it will be very mm -hmm. difficult to handle the situation. So that is what concerned me the most. To right. suddenly the relaxation also started. And once with the relaxation came the spreading also, mass spreading of yes. COVID cases also there, so which you right. can see now. So anyway, I have left the district and the things are being planned and we could speculate, we could project what will be the situation and it will spread to the rural areas also and ultimately yeah. nobody will be able to avoid this COVID spaces and uh, for your information we four in the family have been infected by COVID and okay. now we are we all are 
under home quarantine and from home quarantine i am having this interview oh, all right all right all right wish all of you a very speedy recovery uh, wish you all all four of you good health in the coming days so uh, mr chaudhry mr chaudhry what about you know it looks like every uh, deputy commissioner is doing their bit they are definitely doing their best trying to handle the situation now as far as uh, the uh, rural health care facilities are concerned what what is your thought you know your of course you've been there you've seen things from very close quarters what do you think what needs to be done so that in future i hope nothing of this scale happens but in case there's some even otherwise i mean why wait for something like this to happen we should be prepared at least the rural areas as far as the rural health care is concerned and also the education space these two things need a lot of uh, focus yeah you are you are perfectly uh, telling the right thing because these are the two sectors where mm. the government should focus more because yeah. without health and without education mm. when such a unknown or uncertain issue crops up yeah. no no society or no government can control it unless it has basic and up to date and modern health facilities and yes. up to date education system and mm. covid has sent a signal to us that right. this is the time you should focus on these two sectors otherwise the entire generation will extinct and rightly the government has taken steps all the health infrastructure and logistic mm. Uh, mm. have been improved as such and right. more things are happening in the health sector and the shortage mm. of manpower is also being looked into and right. side by side how the education sector can mm. be mm. on the track because yeah. since covid is an infectious disease and we have this covid protocol of social distancing and all these yeah. things which have right. to be followed so that it doesn't spread so how mm. to maintain the education system government mm -hmm. have gone uh, about the digital learning system they have yeah. initiated it but we have seen that in the rural connectivity in the beginning you have mentioned about the internet connectivity and all those things so these things have to be improved because learning in institution hmm. in school colleges will no more be the same after the covid right. we'll have right. to find out some alternative method alternative module so that hmm. the education doesn't stop but the people start learning and going in the education scenario having some alternative modes of education absolutely yes so now in your current responsibility uh, what are the issues uh, you uh, see you know that needs to be fixed as far as the district administration is concerned you know yeah. be it uh, infrastructure i am presently i am uh, the general i am the secretary of the general administration department and the yes. office and establishment of the deputy commissioner also comes under the general administration right. department so right. district administration and office of the deputy commissioner is what mm. it is concerned with the delivery of 
services to the citizens. Yes. So the district administration should focus that how mm. the services can be delivered online so that there is okay. no human interface. People don't have mm. to come to the office, run after the files. They don't mm. have to request the officers and the staff mm. to, mm. like that. They have to build up a system where online delivery of services, yeah. citizen services, will yeah. have to be ensured. And this is mm. e-governance and digital governance is the only way. And this will, I'm sure after COVID, this is certainly be the norms of the district administration. Right. Uh, but but uh, as of today, how prepared are our uh, districts to do things online? I mean, the officials and also the people that uh, you all are trying to reach out through, uh, you know, the government schemes and everything else. So what about the of officers? How prepared are they? And also the people, do they really understand? Do they really know how to use technology in the rural areas? Yeah, this is uh, the preparation has to be the preparation of the mindset. Actually, the system is there. But mm. Previously, we used to go to the restaurant. We'll, mm. We used to sit in the restaurant, have food there, and we discuss many things. Now, this, this uh, things won't be there after the COVID. We'll order yeah. our things from the restaurant at home. Yes. Home delivery will be there. So it is the changing of the mindset. Otherwise, there is nothing difficult in the uh, digital system and the rural knowledge also. Even an illiterate okay. person uh, can use the mobile. And in the mobile mm -hmm. itself, uh, he or she can receive any service from the government. So the mm -hmm. preparation has to come. And it will come when there is no alternative. As even in the uh, lockdown period, we have, uh, we, are, we have already adjusted. And we are getting adjusted to the system that we can do everything from our home, provided there is strong connectivity, connectivity. and internet facilities. That is there. right, right. So I think uh, the, the telecom department has to really play a bigger role. Yeah, at they this have point to take a call. In. Yes, and also the service providers. You know, the internet service providers. It's a lot riding on how they handle the situation at this point of time when the demand has been going up significantly. Now, uh, you have also served as uh, the director for uh, the waterways, inland waterways transport department. We have, needless to say, starting with Brahmaputra, we have a lot of uh, rivers there. So are we really tapping the potential as we should have been doing? Yeah, Brahmaputra. There are rivers, and there is Brahmaputra. It's yeah, right. It's yes, like that's that. that's yes, yeah. right. Brahmaputra mm. is a different river. Mm. You find a river like Brahmaputra anywhere in the world, and Brahmaputra mm. is not just one river. It's a combination of many rivers. Many rivers mingled with Brahmaputra and. In the Brahmaputra, you have many rivers flowing uh, along along with it. Yeah. And though we had waterways history, a long history of waterways uh, in Assam, of late, 
the importance of waterways uh, has reduced once the this highways and east west corridor has started and mm -hmm. there are some problems in the inland water uh, with in the state mm -hmm. also right. so i'd like to highlight that assam is like a fish bone it's mm. like uh, there are there is brahmaputra and there are many rivers on the north bank and the south bank and yeah previously what waterways we we thought about waterways that it is like the running of the ferries only yes it's at guwahati north guwahati guwahati or majuli this mm. uh, nimati ghat and uh, kamlabari and in the but in the rural areas in the smaller uh, uh, smaller villages also they use uh, waterways they mm. use a uh, small boat the country boat to cross the river uh, because there is no bridge bridges out there to reach the other side and mm. in brahmaputra you can hardly find uh, four bridges are there so if it is 1000 km long in the state so so you have to move almost 250 km to reach one bridge in between there is no bridge right so in between if you have to cross the river the only only way is to use the waterway that is by mm. some boat or ferry mm -hmm. Mm. but unfortunately that sector has been neglected mm. and brahmaputra is such a river heavy sedimentation is there yeah and though uh, the government has, has thought of uh, dredging the river so that yeah. large vessels large ferries can be run like roros and mm. all these large ships which can carry a large number of people and large number of cargo but mm. it is it is also unpredictable whether we can dredge the brahmaputra river smoothly for uh, inland waterways because oh. sedimentation is such a thing once you dredge right. a portion of the river after one hour the same area will be sedimented okay. so, yeah. so whether it will be economically viable mm. or commercially viable so that's a uh, big issue uh, and right. government has to rethink on uh, that however in the rural areas we can mm. provide the smaller vessels smaller mm -hmm. vessels can easily run on shallow water the river right. uh, doesn't get to be dressed for that okay. only when there is little water also on the river the smaller yes. vessels small boats they can run on the river and the people can use that to cross the river because it inland waterways is related to the economy also certain yes. uh, certain commodities on the north bank of river brahmaputra mm -hmm. you will find mm -hmm. in 15 rupees suppose once you cross the river on the other bank south bank it is 150 rupees but the people cannot go to the other side because there is no connectivity there is no boat there is no ferries yeah. there is no vessel if if right. they have to cross the river they have to move 250 kilometers to reach the breezes either it is mm. koliyabamura or mm. sarai ghat mm. or patnsaratna at gwalpara otherwise there yeah. is no or bogibel so otherwise there is no breezes on the brahmaputra so mm. these things have to be uh, thought up and what i think ultimately the inland water ways will have a great potential in the tourism sector tourism mm. sector 
can be developed water tourism or river tourism it can bring money like anything to the assam economy and if it is utilized properly i think that no youth of assam will be without any employment because tourism is such a sector uh, it yeah. can grow like anything there there may be many people uh, uh, regarding tourism every sector is link, linked to tourism the restaurant food travel hospitality dance music culture dresses market everything can be on the river and every young boy or girl of assam can be engaged in the inland waterways sector and right. uh, like a river cruise on brahmaputra mm. anybody mm. will dream about that in the, the having a having a look at the sunset or sunrise right. or a, right. or a moonlit night so any right. any uh, river tourism package can be thought of like a honeymoon night a moonlit night elderly yeah. people's uh, river cruise all these things family cruise everything mm. people in many countries are doing that and i think brahmaputra uh, brahmaputra is such a river it's unique and it's the most beautiful river in the world because you don't have the river bank as beautiful as brahmaputra you can have rivers in right. other countries but the river banks of brahmaputra are the most beautiful thing in the world right right hopefully in the coming days because i believe there's a world bank loan also Uh, to de develop the waterways here in Assam that has come in, I'm sure you are aware of all of those stuff. So uh, yes, looking forward that things improve as far as the waterways situation is concerned. What do you think? What are your thoughts on you know handling the floods and the erosion problem that uh, Assam sees almost every year? Yeah, flood. Though everybody uh, speaks about uh, controlling the flood and having a permanent solution to the flood problem yeah. i don't think flood should not be treated as a problem it's a <coughs> blessing to us because okay. the flood rejuvenates the states the hmm. soil the fertility had there been no flood in assam uh, hmm. there would not have been so much greenery and so much agriculture and all those things so it's it's not the controlling of the flood it is the regulating the flood how we can right. utilize the flood water to our advantage because constructing some embankment you cannot control or stop uh, the damages caused by the flood flood will come mm. every year it will mm -hmm. it's a natural phenomenon how right. you utilize the water resources as such mm. to our benefits that is what we should think about it and most of the flood is there but the damages are not caused by flood it is caused by the man made unwise decisions people yeah. have stopped the flow of water natural channels which used to carry the water uh, hmm. to the rivers other rivers channelize the water properly in a scientific manner these things have stopped and these have created problem action Yes, uh, sorry for that little bit of interruption there. Yes, so you were saying that we really need to uh, understand how to 
channelize the excess water that's there and floods of course is a necessity in fact uh, we always tend to get worried about the flooding of kaziranga and in fact uh, one of the officials from the national park who was on this show he also shared the same thoughts that floods are very much necessary but just that we need to know how to handle uh, floods to our advantage so going back yeah uh, going back to our conversation about uh, the whole uh, you know situation in our districts what are some of the thoughts that cross your mind or you think going forward really needs fixing uh, some of the things could be uh, livelihood opportunities for our uh, rural youth could be the education system what are some of those things that you think needs a lot of fixing in our districts yeah i'll uh, again take the example of nalbari district nalbari yes. is one of the most educated districts uh, in the state yeah and it has very thick population and unemployment uh, is rampant there and what i have seen that the agriculture and allied activities can be developed like anything and mm -hmm. uh, fisheries dairies mm -hmm. all these uh, things pigari all these ancillary activities can be developed in such a manner and it has a like a global market nowadays there is previously nobody used to go for agriculture if anyone uh, goes for agriculture people uh, don't respect him he is treated like that uh, he he didn't get a job that's why he has uh, uh, gone for farming yeah. and all this thing now you you have seen recently in the covid who are the most uh, people benefited because of covid True. the pharmacy wala and this yeah. vegetable wala yes. so these are the sectors and uh, agriculture is a resilient economy even mm -hmm. even there is recession in the entire world only those countries those states which have a robust agricultural or farming sector they can only withstand uh, the damages caused by a, a recession and i have seen in nalbari that uh, gradually the uh, educated uh, youth have uh, uh, been inclined uh, to be involved in the agricultural sector and uh, uh, mainly fishery sector nalbari mm -hmm. is uh, uh, one of the major centers of uh, fish seedling production and it exports to all the uh, states of india there is another sector right. uh, integrated farming integrated farming in a small uh, area of land mm -hmm. they can produce so many things that it is financially profitable and it uh, gives pleasure also and you have an independent establishment you have uh, you don't have to work in an office under some bosses and all these things so this is right. a very uh, pleasing uh, to any individual to be involved in agricultural sector and another sector which i have in, in fact i have discovered in nalbari okay you have been saying flood is a problem but flood, mm -hmm. flood is a major issue so that is only for four to five months Right. So the seven months we are free. Hmm. Seven months, if we utilize in a year, when we don't have any flood, 
to there is tremendous potential for river bank tourism the river banks are so beautiful in assam and mm -hmm. all the river banks can be utilized for integrated farming plus rural tourism people would like to go there people would like to uh, stay there overnight have the rural food have a feeling of the uh, rural culture and all these things and in fact i along with some local youths of nalbari have developed a resort there it is ohua resort this is the second year it will be starting last year so it's nearer to the city people mm. families go there in their own vehicle and they uh, one one night they can stay on the riverside mm -hmm. clean hygienic places and the tent accommodation is there they can enjoy the moonlit and evening mm -hmm. walk and everything on elderly people can have their own time there are all these elderly parents who are staying yeah. in the city with their sons and daughters they feel bored they want to move out and it's just a 40 minutes uh, journey from guwahati so all these entire stretches of river banks can be developed as a river a river bank tourism sector with yeah. farming and with mm. all the facilities where people can come and stay so this can uh, uh, change the entire tourism sector in the uh, state and yeah. this will uh, really uh, absorb the unemployment youth yes. of the entire yes. state yes i'm sure taking a cue from what you have done uh the other de deputy commissioners and other officials will definitely do something on similar lines and help address uh, you know uh, the unemployment issue as well as make our districts and towns look much better more attractive and tap all the potential that assam has every district has something to offer something unique to offer so i'm sure a lot of good things will happen uh, in the coming days uh, mr chaudhary it was wonderful having you on the show having discussed so many things uh, across sectors and wishing you and your family a speedy recovery once again thank you once again for being there on the show today and thank you thank viewers you. for watching thank you thank so much it was wonderful to interact with all thank you yes thank you so much thank you take care